jam-packed show for you guys a lot of stuff a lot of topics to cover um i'm excited and we always have a good time so i'm definitely um excited to hear your uh takes um on this week's news and how a lot of things uh progressed yeah 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 well first and foremost i want to uh ask you how was texas man uh yeah texas was a good vibe man houston showed a lot of love man uh southern hospitality is a real thing especially out there in the lone star state um we did everything that you think a tourist would want to do, and then some. Um, Texas got a lot of culture, especially when it comes to um, some of the individuals that they done provided uh, to this thing that we love so much called hip-hop. Um, so it was definitely a good vibe down there, man, from everybody playing their music screwed. Oh. It definitely is a different sound and vibe when you in the mecca of where a lot of that music came from. Versus when you kind of in your own hometown and you hear somebody playing, it really doesn't have that same effect until you in the city. 
Um, so we heard a lot of that, man. Uh, we saw a lot of people um, sipping on their medicine of choice. Um, that's definitely very out in the open. And, um, you know, we saw some of Houston's uh, more mature establishments. Oh. Um, <laughs> some of those, you know, adult establishments, we'll say. Uh, we had a good time there. And just, you know, all praises due to Allah, man. Glad that we made it back home so we can uh, reflect yes, and get back do. into this uh, episode three, man. So we definitely want to welcome you guys in. Uh, so you, it's safe to say that it's good for us to travel for the uh, URL event, then. I mean, hey, man, I definitely have to see. I'm trying to get out there, man, because uh, that could be a quick so day trip. We, we needed to be talking to the wives. Man. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> I'm doing back-to-back vacations. We did one with the wife. I to do one with the family. So maybe I could sneak back out to catch that URL event because it is uh, summer madness. is definitely um, a staple for the culture when it comes to battle rap. So that's definitely something that uh, I wouldn't mind checking out. How are they taking the COVID procedures out there? I mean, COVID, I mean, you know, Texas and Florida are cousins, man. Uh, so anybody uh, who knows what, what's going on down here in Florida, um, it's kind of the same in Texas. They got a little bit more um, restraints than what we do here in Florida. But it's still pretty much a free-for-all, man, when you go in, um, like, to a lot of these places. But mm-hmm. if you go into a food place where you got to eat, you got to, you know, be masked up and social distance and everything like that. But um, huge, man. I was kind of mad that I left a little early. Like, I left out Sunday. Mm-hmm. But Texans or people in Houston must like to party on Sunday. Because that's when yeah. all the concerts were on Sunday. Yeah. The Migos was there. Um, Moneybag Yo was in town. But I'm like, don't y'all got to work on Monday? But, hey, so we I didn't get to see none of those shows. But, yeah, Summer Madness is a Saturday, man. So um, they definitely open. Um, you got to be masked up in there. I don't know how much social distancing we can do because they pack them in like sardines. But it's a good car, man. So we so gas mask. Yeah, you might need a whole hazmat suit if you're trying to be protected in there, man. And the grace of God to keep you good. But, oh, man, I um, hear that. But I definitely think it's something we might want to check out. I think it'll be good to travel and see that. Yes, and with that being said, we're going to lead right into the man who shook up everything like a scrabble board. K-Dot himself, yeah, Kung Fu Kenny. Yeah, that's shaking the hell up, man. Um, um, shout out to Baby Keem, his cousin. That boy on the rise, for yes, real. It's his record. But, um, but um, the man, uh, sorry to cut you off, but uh, K-Dot made it his record. <laughs> I mean, but wouldn't you kind of expect that to happen? That's kind of why you put him on there. You didn't really put him on there oh, of to, course, uh, of course. to play second fiddle. Of course. But, you know, um, the buzz that Baby Keem has, you think you just ride it away, you know, ride it alone? He could really just ride it off a of name association. But that's the thing. He kept it on the wraps. He kept it low key, which was even better because they had people coming to him. One thing that but I now they coming to him even more since. Well, you know. well, one thing that I definitely do love about Kendrick, and he's one of the. That's one thing that I definitely love, and I know that you appreciate as well. And not just in hip hop and music in general, that I feel that uh, that. You definitely want to pay attention to if you're a new artist um, or artist looking to reinvent themselves. Is one timing is everything when you do come out and release music and the people do hear from you. But man, the more important thing I want to get to was the showmanship yeah. that K Dot has always had, and I don't know mm-hmm. if that's become he's come because he's come from under the tutelage of those like Dre. The game, people forget a lot that the game, yeah, the game was really instrumental in his career in the beginning. Yes, sir. Uh, Tech uh, Nine. Tech Nine, that a lot of these guys, I don't want to say groomed. Slaughterhouse, even. You, you can even use Slaughterhouse as yeah. another as another stepping stone, as another, uh, another brainwave that he was able to draw from. But the way that he does these things, man, is I don't want to say that he's stealing thunder, 
But look at when look at when the record dropped and how and how much it was talked about. Some people were still talking about that Sunday right into the lead in into another gentleman's uh, project coming out that we'll talk about later. But it's just something about when you get a, a K dot verse that always kind of stops uh, stops time for a second in the hip hop community in, in the music community in general. Yeah, he's one of those artists that has gone ran with the the mystique the mystique vibe like Jay did in his career early on keep that feel of when I do come they're waiting for me they want me to back that feel so it's working for him but ever since he's putting out the the little email or tweets or whatever the case may be he's getting people back on their game worried so but if you look at if you look at uh Kendrick He's done that multiple times throughout his career when the rap game, for uh, for lack of a better term, would almost be uh, asleep at the wheel. Yeah, very sleep. You yeah. know, kind of just going through the motions, uh, putting out a lot of music um, that's passable, that's not really transcending, it's not really lighting the world on fire. We don't really feel we're getting the best that these artists may have to offer. I'm not even mad at them sometimes because honestly, if you could get away with doing the bare minimum or a little bit more and still have outstanding results, people still, you know what I mean, receiving your music or your project well, you will, I can see how you could kind of get uh, get lulled into a sleep. But every time he comes out, and it's not even a whole project. Yeah. It would just be a 16. He might even give you a 24 or something yeah. light. And it always seems to wake people up yeah. like, yo, like the monster is out there lurking and we don't want to get yeah, caught. Like the last time was the control verse, which had people up in arms, ready to if, fight. If people understand this culture, they know this This came from, he paid homage to one rapper who's known to be lyrically inclined type. And this the man corrupt from the dog pound, he got that whole entire, like, you know, Homage thing from a verse that corrupts, corrupt to tell you that. So, a lot of people just think like you know, K Dot came up with that first corrupt set that first, but it just fit for K Dot at the time to shake things up because, again, people were asleep, so he waking everybody up with his presence. So, and also you have to remember, man, <clears throat> that um, a lot of these guys, they're people. Yes, they're artists, but hip hop more in particular than any other genre of music, was built off of competition. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily... Yeah, ain't no know, brotherly... It's right. Like, no tag team or camaraderie camera you know type saying? thing. It comes know? from a more street mentality. This is me yeah. and my group and my people that I represent, and this is you and your people. Yeah, we can come together every now and then and make records, but you're still very competitive. That's yeah. why they compare hip-hop and sports. They don't compare sports and country music. Right. They don't compare sports and rock and roll, sports and R&B even, because there's really no sense of... Not saying that those guys don't... Not even to say that those guys are competitive or that they don't want to be um, at the top of their craft or be better than you know the next band or musician or what have you. Um, but I just think that in its purest form, you know, it was always meant to be competition. Um in the world of hip hop. But I think if we got more of our artists coming more from what the essence is and from more of that ground root level, I think that it would bring breathe the life back into um back into the culture, which what a lot of people feel sometimes is missing. And um and also and ultimately change the direction of the music.
Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I do agree on that. Well. But I don't think they're mature enough to, to really to get back to that. No, because we don't have enough of the older generation to lead. Not enough old souls. You don't even need the older generation. The new generation can Well, still, can, can, our, our older generation is considered your Kanye's, your Drake's, and your... You even got some dudes even that look at like a Kanye is not even like a older generation. They almost look at him as just like the dirt, like the like the old like the old man Stanley get off my grass generation. If you think about it, <laughs> like to us because we're still kind of in that middle in that middle. You know, we had the the early two thousands and now we in the in the twenty twenties now. So we have uh you know we definitely um in that J Cole position like how he said Joe he's. The last generation, the current generation, and he got the generation before him. So, I don't know, man. I think, um... So, who, wait a minute. So, who is it? Since you brought up J. Cole, he fits perfect. So, he is he our top five? Is he in top five? Like, what do you mean? Like, of our, of our, our mega, our mega. We got... From, like, the 2000s? Is Kanye even in this mix still? Top five? Nah. Nah. Yeah. So why is he making a run for this? Like, but I just think that goes to show you, man, that a lot of these other older artists, they're really good at reinventing themselves and having staying power, man. It's only a handful of them that can really... Not every artist can do what Ye is doing. Couldn't really captivate and couldn't captivate the whole music industry for a time with the project. Snoop couldn't do this if he was to put out an album. But he's still relevant and still part of the culture or staying part of the culture here today. It's only a few it's only a few artists that can pull this shit that Kanye is pulling. Well well Kanye pulled um And he uh, and he uh, get, he's good because he keep pulling this <laughs> shit all the time. Well he pulled a smooth one right over our eyes with the uh, yesterday release in the morning time. Um Yeah I was traveling so by the time I hit down everybody was already talking about it and I couldn't play it in the car with my kids and shit. That was wild. <laughs> Well, on my end, I've um, I played it twice already. Was it worth the wait? Um, Kanye, I hate I hate to be like this. You ain't gotta give it to him, I, real, man. I hate to be like this, but sheesh, man, you um, you pandering, brother. But, but be more specific, pandering for you. Pandering to the public, you pandering to fans, you pandering to other artists, you pandering to a whole genre that's gospel so you felt that it was a religious record with profane it's, it's not so not so much religious because the rollout you gave us we thought we was gonna get like kanye going back to i'm the greatest i'm the i'm the i'm the one coming for your head like kanye talk it totally changed 360 with don't don't get me wrong great vibes I'm giving you credit for making these other rappers want to even step up, even get personal. This is like some of the some of these other artists I wouldn't even think of, like saying, "Okay, I like your music; it's cool," but you made me feel a different way about it. And um, sheesh, I know it's a it's a sheesh. I'm at a loss for words almost. It's a decent. But it's not classic what everybody in the consensus are talking about right now. That is insane. 
I'm sorry, it's not a classic right now. I don't think it'll be a classic, period. But um, I could be wrong. I like to be wrong, but people throw that classic one around a lot, man. Back, yeah. And for me, for something to be a classic, that means I have to be able to play it all the way through. I don't have to skip that one record, not a piece of a record, or nothing. Um, does Kanye already have a classic under his belt? He got at least three of them. And which three would you say that would be? That's a lot of classics. And, to have and by my one person. <laughs> In my opinion, right, it's got to be late registration. You like late registration over the graduation, yes. or, or over yes. a college dropout? Yes, but college dropout is just—I would say that's cult classic. But that can be a lot of—that can be a classic in general for a lot of folks. You didn't like graduation. I love graduation, but that wasn't a classic. It was a great graduation. Was crazy, bro. Listen. He has a catalog. He has a great beginning catalog that can be argued. I can't even lie about that. It can be argued. But late registration for me, musically, what he did, and that was his Grammy winning time. Yeah. So that got him That got him to the point of what he is now. That because was, yeah, because he won Grammys after graduation. There was no Grammys when he came in with the with a college dropout. No, no, it wasn't, which now, is a shame. Now, when he started talking about Gold Digger and Touch the Sky, that was a different route. And then he put Jamie Foxx on, so you got to give credit where it's due. He really put him back in the game, so. We got was my Dark Twisted Fantasy a class? I would go say yes. Yeah, see? I'm going to say that's... yes for the public. For you? For me? That's not quite fair. I love the album, but it ain't. It's just something about late registration now. That's a holds a different part in my heart. Like from what, I, from what I heard on the Donda album, and that it was his late mother's name. Right. Um, he has some memorable moments on there. There you go. He has some memorable great moments. memorable moments. He called out Drake. If you haven't heard it, you'll know the track. I can't even yeah, remember. Man. I can't remember the damn name on the tracks because. It's not in the. It's we ain't got no booklet. Again, it's no CD. <laughs> yeah, they're not giving you. Yeah, we, we can bring that back. I gotta go and search it up on title and stuff no, like that. Bring that up every episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. Back the hardcover CD. <laughs> bring back compact disc. I need that. I need it back, please. <laughs> that is hilarious, man. But with that being said, you know, you think of with if it's if this album is a classic, going in, going in is this album is a classic. If it cannot, I repeat, if it cannot withhold next week, because I believe Friday, that boy they call Drake is dropping, right? Yeah, Drake said he going to finally drop, what is it, this? Uh, September 3rd, correct? Yes, the, what is it called? Certi- what is it called? Certified Lover Boy. CLB, huh? If this man drops this album, I'm going on record to say that there will not be listening to Kanye's album next week. Uh you saying that you're saying that And how could that be a classic if we ain't going back to replay it? Later. So let me ask you, so does that is that a good barometer to use given the microwave society we live in now? It's perfect because of what it's perfect for what they are doing when it's coming to, you know, promotion and advertising and 
the way that they're trying to set up albums because... Do you think if Drake shit dropped, they'll be talking about it more than a week later? Of course, because this man make... He's an artist. I don't look at him as a rapper or R&B yeah, singer. Okay. He's an okay. artist. Okay. So okay. he's making music for everybody that's going to be... So do you, I can listen to in the club. I can listen to in my car. Do we still put Ye in the rapper category? Is now Ray trans... Ye, no, Kanye has no, now no, transcended no, rap. No, Kanye has not transcended has rap because transcended rap. he's been taken out of that. Okay. With his different, you know, approaches to the game. Okay. I can understand that. But I do agree with you 100% that Drake is definitely transcended rap now. But do you feel that he still keeps... It's his roots, his core. Is that still... Um, hip hop now, or do you think it's, it's core? It's pop. It's glimpses. It's glimpses of it. It's glimpses of it. But he never it, really strays too too far from it. It's like he almost no, understands. No. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah, he, let's keep the focus. But uh, pop I, pop music. But see, I feel see, I feel sometimes in a way that's almost disrespectful to the man because that he's, he's a pop icon. He's I popular. Mean, yes, yes, yes. But like, but a lot of people still feel that he is like a pop sensation. They don't really look at him as a rapper. Mm, that's they look at him as a guy who can rap. But that's where he's taking his his level of of music. That's where he just he found his formula and just really just worked the hell out the formula, bro. Like he like he tweaks it a lot, you know, with his different uh, flows, not a lot of people uh, say that he steals yeah, he, and, and things like that. He's he, he jacking for real, but he's different. He <laughs> hits you with the different island vibes, he and he make it his own. Yeah, so he's definitely good at uh, morphing and shit, taking somebody's style and kind of morphing it into his own. But then again, like I say, is that him now being a prisoner of his own talent? Like nobody says nothing about CB. CB can sing, dance, rap, act, but he came into it all. But he, he came, came in like that. that. Yeah, and he added the acting to after that. But the other thing, he was dancing, rapping, singing. This man do it everything. He graffiti artist. This man, everything. right? So you for know? him, nobody really says anything about it. But since Drake came in talking about hip hop and rap with little glimpses of R and B, but he came in majorly rap, and then it branched off, and he's taking that that side of the street and. Do you, Ran off. Do you think they should have dropped the same day? Oh, of course they should. That have. would have really told you the test. Of, that would they that would have. be a better barometer for whose album was better. If we're gonna use the "Who are we still talking about?" Yeah. days, weeks, months later. Well, down the now line. this now this gives Drake time to okay. Let me see what I can do to outdo this man. I can vamp up my album. I got enough time to vamp it up. But then it also goes back to Kanye. Was this album really uh, put out against your will, or you did this and you backtracking? Because as the day went on yesterday, a lot of things started to unfold. You got other artists calling you out, other artists claiming that you know you inspired them with the album cover, which is kind of I don't know. That could be anybody's, you know. What's a classic album without some controversy though? But um, one of the things that a lot, apparently people are talking about is the jail record. Personally, that's anytime you get a Jay Z verse, it's always going to get people yeah, talking job, and chattering Jay. about it. Great job! So I don't know what the hell this mofo be doing with his verses, man. They say he don't write the shit. 
And I'm like, damn, man. At all? So you just walk in there and don't have no concept of what we're talking about. I'm going to tell you, you hear the song, and then you just go. Well, he humming to himself. Y'all. That's ridiculous, man. <laughs> he hummed. <laughs> but, but apparently the baby was supposed to be on that record also. But, uh, yeah, Jail 2. Jail 2, part 2. That, uh, that record didn't make the album. And the controversy is you got Ye saying that the baby's manager wasn't going to clear it in time. So it would have been another delay with the album. Which, what would have been another delay after this man yeah. done drug y'all the whole month of August? Talking about he was going to drop it. And then you got the baby's manager saying, nah, that's not really how that happened. Well, you know, I'm going to take it a step further. They keep saying uh, they, it's the counseling of the baby. Nobody want to work with him and stuff like that. I think this has a lot to do with this man was on stage with Marilyn Manson. Right. Who was uh, dealing with a lot of uh, legal issues. Legal issues. I won't even say of the allegations because the man looked like he guilty already. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's another story for another day on another podcast. For not, sure. Not us. We're going to deal with that kind of stuff. No, no, no. He's not of the culture. No, 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 no. <laughs> But um, I think it's uh, all business and propaganda. And propaganda sells, man. So that's, that's what people is out there looking for. Yeah, man. that propaganda is a, is a monster. Yeah. So, but I don't know. We'll see, man. I like the I like the touch that he used, uh, kind of hacking into ESPN. That's funny. The gamesmanship, the showmanship, is definitely something that. <laughs> these individuals, up-and-coming artists can learn from. That's how you keep it fun. That's how you keep the industry on their toes. And we talked about it being a clash of the titans. They didn't really give it to us how we wanted it, pause, um, on the same day. But they're dropping in the same time period. So I would like to see, um, once Drake comes out here in a couple days, four days away, it looks like, what's going to be, how are people going to receive the record? And just with the name of it, are we expecting a more... R&B type of vibe. Uh, There's no way you're going to name it that course, and come out rapping. Because if you mess around and you put some uh, some hip-hop bars on these uh, R&B tracks, you open a floodgates for a lot of nonsense. No. So is it even is it even fair to even just the two albums? Because I don't even know what to no, call this I, Kanye album. I can't really say it's, it's a, hip-hop in his peers because it it's do a, seem like you try to take me to church. I, I, I say it's high spirits music. Give me some um, positive vibes. Um. It seems like he's almost purging, man, after being in that relationship for so long, bro. But because he but, spoke yeah, about that, if it's, if it's purging, we got a problem because if these rumors are true, you just put a, a song out to to get attention, then to just go back and say what, that what we work, we working we out about? the rumors of we working out my um my marriage with Kim K. Oh, really? So, like, he might... Oh, wait, so yeah, nah, you can't purge and yeah, then yeah. go back yeah, to exactly. what you purge from. Exactly. Nah, hell nah. I don't know. That's what I think, shit. You can't be purging on somebody and then go back. But, hey, um, health and wealth, to I guess, to uh, to Ye and Kim, if that is the case, man. But um, that's not the only, you know what I mean? That's not the only, uh, uh, let's how should we want to say, uh, Chicagoan in the news here in the past couple oh, of great. weeks. Great, great, no look pass. Is it, are y'all watching Court TV? Because Man. um, this uh, Pod Piper, uh, Mister Twelve Play, Man, <laughs> Chocolate Factory, <laughs> bro. 
It's bad. Mr. Kells, you guilty, brother. You yeah, man. <laughs> this is just getting worse and worse by the second. You go ahead and uh, just hang up the case, man. If you get off, man, I, we need to know who that lawyer is and uh, give him a, a pay boost. Oh, bro, he'll be booked up for, from now until eternity. Because um, this this whole thing is disgusting. It's crazy, man. Uh, bro, what I want to know crazy. is who allowed the man? Who? Why did they allow him to take the stand? Man, this is good television, man. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely some good theater, man. Good television, good headlines, good on um, a little bit of everything because um, some of the stuff that he's saying is just outlandish. <laughs> I can't believe that he would even be using this as a defense. In the words of Tank, baby, I deserve, mm. you know, this, <laughs> this is, he deserves, he said he deserves these kind of uh, treatments that he was getting back then. Uh, bro, oh, <laughs> flat out saying it on the stand. <laughs> Not like trying to because of his status and, and money, and, and he wanted to defend yourself against these allegations. Not basically say, "Yeah, I did it, and I felt entitled to do it." Man, I don't. I'm not sure um what drugs he was smoking, or um if he's trying to convert over. <laughs> Bro, man, you gotta hide your kids, man. Hide your children. This dude was man. I think they got him under pressure inside the uh, jails. Cause he really admitting these things, and um, they must they must put a price on his head in there. He ain't holding back at all, bro. And I think talk about a purge. I think yeah, he this might be a cleansing for him. Cause I think that he might see that he's gonna be locked up in that jail closet for a long time, bro. Locked up in the jail closet because uh, when you start messing with fifteen year olds, that goes that goes um. To Aaliyah too, yeah, and and this I find it all ironic the timing of all this because the uh, twenty year anniversary of her passing was um, just last week at the beginning of last week, and it's amazing how I wanted to, I wanted to do the court system know this type of shit, do the lawyers know this shit, do the judges know this shit, because how the is media, the, the media, television, isn't it ironic yeah, that this man is standing trial for these crimes? Around the same time of the anniversary of her passing, apparently the um, the the re-release of a lot of uh, catalog catalog that, that record from that label. record label is now out. So, do you think all of that is all that just can't be coincidence, man? It has to be somebody's fucking getting getting a big laugh out of this shit. Listen, Mister Hankerson, if you um. You have any involvements in this stuff, brother? Um, go ahead and fall way back into the depths of hell. Yeah, man. Cause if you have any any involvements in this, man, like uh, yeah, because I believe that at the end of the day, man, a lot of this stuff, this just wasn't no one man show, man. man. A lot of people had to everybody got to be held accountable. I mean, yeah, it's enough blame to go around. It's 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 not just one person. Y'all um indulge in this. The fruits of that man labor, like literally. Yeah, but it came out in court that it was indeed that he had married Aaliyah for, and you know he had impregnated her at a under age. You know, had her um, get rid of their child, and then they kind of shipped her off. Uh, kind of shipped her off to uh to VA to kind of go. Uh, under the tutelage of Timbo and them. Timbaland, the super friends, they call them. Um, 
which leads right back to Mr. Hangerson, who um he has his hand in a lot of people who don't know who is uh Unk or uh Mr. Hankerson and <laughs> Mr. Dickerson is what I call him. <laughs> but uh who is he? Who is he for those who don't who those who don't know? He is he is the the backing of uh what is it, Black Grounds Right. Black Grounds record record group. Whichever way they want to put it. The record label. He is the the main resource of the record label, which he has revamped and uh, decided to put out all, all the material that uh, he owns from various artists. Two in particular, Timbaland and Magoo, who um, just had uh, that part of the catalog of the early stages of Timbaland and also Magoo released Friday. Uh, it's all revolve. It's a revolving door over you here. Can't make um, it up with these dates and things that are happening. It's crazy. Um, is there any uh anything to it? Because um, it's it's kind of sketchy on this side. It's sketchy. So what do we think? Since we know, we already know, Kells is just guilty. Just just all flat out guilty. We're wasting tax dollars with the rest of the court proceedings. But what do we make of those around who who for years, decades, claim? That they had no idea, no inkling, no tip, no intel that he was um, that he was doing these things to these to these young women, both underage and apparently of age as well. Because you know, um, being you know being on trial for holding grown women against their will also. Um, I guess money makes the world go round because obviously they were in it for the money and they, their image. And trying to propel themselves into the next stratosphere of uh, fame and uh, that they overlooked in the music it. overlooked it. If they did, if they didn't really, you know, see anything, okay. But that's very few in here. I, mean, I think uh, that'll be pretty hard to say that you didn't. That yeah, kind of like yeah, those guys up at Penn State. You got at that's... least, at least, at least one one percent of it. At least one percent. I'm gonna give you the one percent. Yeah, but it's just strange, man. She had to do bringing, you know, underage girls to the studio. And, you know, he said he was, they were smoking, drinking. Like, just off of that alone, you should have known that something was going crazy. But that leads me to another question that I have. And it's the age, it's the age old question, man. Whenever it comes to somebody famous who, who gives us some form of entertainment, whether that be in the athletic arena, music, or in television, now that this has come out, does that, should that stop? the public from consuming his music um, at one point in the beginning before all this took place before he got locked up they had a consensus saying you know they were trying to ban his music ban it we're not listening to it but as time has gone on it's uh, showing that uh i guess music outweighs personal because um they're playing the music like nothing happened now these days. Like, hey, they still play that man music out just out in the city. They still play his music, and I'm not really gonna lie, man. I, I don't know, man. I can kind of compartmentalize the two, man. I really don't. Yeah, I can separate. I don't really. I, but I don't at the really, same time, it's just that situation that these these different cases that he have. I can understand people not wanting to listen to it, but it's hard because a lot of children, a lot of you know, parents birthed a lot of these right. other yeah, from R. from Kelly. R. Kelly, yeah. not even knowing it. You know, so now that you know, somebody said to me, 
how do we know these songs that he made wasn't about young girls? And my rebuttal to him was, we don't know that. But you also know Kells that have slept with a lot of women of age also. So you, I just got to hope that these songs is made about adult situations and not about this underage, uh, uh, basically this underage uh, predator that he was, that he wasn't really making music reflecting on those situations. But I mean, the, the, the natural man would have to think in some of those situations would have to be about some of that crazy shit that he was doing, man. Um, you would almost be naive to not, to not, to not believe that. Well, they say he had bunk beds inside the studio. So. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like the more shit this comes is, out, this some is of craziness. It, and you don't want to sound insensitive, but some of that shit is like, man, what were y'all doing? doing. Like, <laughs> good gracious, man! Like it is, it is really. Sad. And why did they really call it the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. What the? Oh, I'm sorry. I answered it. He loved doo Yeah, man. Did you see that crap, man? You love- that shit? No pun intended. Man, I guess pun intended. Having the girls wipe the feces on their face, bro. <laughs> and if it wasn't enough, they had to do it against. What you got these girls just sitting in the, in the in the bedroom with shit on their face? Well, Chappelle called it, bro. Chappelle called it. Chappelle called shit, it. Bro. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Piss on you. If you haven't seen it yet, go check out that classic Chappelle skit, man, from Chappelle Show, where he did the. The R. Kelly uh, rendition of uh, what was it? Uh, what song did, was that? It was a uh, was it ignition? No, he used, he used a uh, feeling on your booty. Feeling on your booty. Well, he, <laughs> he changed. He it. changed it with poo though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to shit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had to piss on you, Jay. Yeah, but that was uh, the ignition on the top. The ignition was on top of that one, bro. <laughs> Chappelle, you a genius for that one. Yeah, but what before his time and look at the shit literally that came out, bro. That's crazy, man. Oh, man. And people thought that he was out of bounds when he was shooting some of those skits. See, the shit that you could get away with back then, you couldn't dream of getting away with that shit. Now, but, but that's crazy because they're getting away with some pure nastiness like right now. And they pushing it out there like it's normal and regular. Yeah, that is crazy. So, that, that's crazy, too. It's, yeah. it's a... Um, I guess a double-edged sword on that Bro, one. it really is. You can, the media is a very powerful tool. Bryce, what you doing, man? Bryce, get get the phone and chill out, man. You finish? Alright, 
I just don't think of you. <laughs> Speaking, the media is a powerful thing, man. Speaking of the damn media. <laughs> First and foremost, we, we got to talk about this, man. Before we wrap up, we got to talk about um, this. Man. What's up with his cover art, Drake? <laughs> is, that, is, is that for real? That's like pregnant emojis. Is that what that is, right? That's the cover art. So you mean to tell me they, go, they want to get pregnant to your music then? Bruh. Who the hell's co-signing this? And this this is really the cover, man. Like, um, we not getting no hip hop rap. Is is <laughs> but you do get points for it being funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's hilarious. But is that gonna sell records? Yeah, it's gonna it's sell. It's just like another gimmick thing to do. It's gonna sell because this generation fickle like that, man. Well, Drake also had the media eating out the palm of his hand. Yeah. Even when this kid you know, hit his son from the world for almost a year, year and a half. He could still do no wrong. Well, I wouldn't want my son. Nobody else doing that shit. Anybody else having kids and not telling people they had kids, bro? Push it, said we're going to put a stop to this. And now this man going on the cover album. For those who haven't peeped it, go, go peep it. It's like 12 emoji pregnant women of like different colors. So I guess he's saying his. He's saying his music gonna stand the test of time throughout all these months. He's getting pregnant. So we're gonna have a whole year of pregnancies, huh? They say another lockdown coming. So this is gonna be the record that people gonna be locked down to. Oh, maybe he knows something. Oh, right back in Houston. That's that uh, hot water. Bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, hot water state, man. I'm telling you, man. And that's something that's not. See, even talking about that, man. That's another city that he done took a lot of their culture and flavor from. Just used it up. Tug a lot of strippers, too. Yeah. She got a lot of hot water with them strippers out there, man. You got to be careful. You get lost in the days of ass. And you... <laughs> I swear, man. I feel like every girl we saw at the hotel, it didn't dawn on me until later. I'm like, why are all these women built like this at the hotel? Oh. And come to find out later from our Uber driver, we was in the strip club district. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, this will explain it. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So... They get I'm excited, man. They get the new out. mannequin bodies. That's what they got. Yeah, oh, yeah. For shit, show me. Oh, oh man. I'm excited to hear the album and see what he uh, what he got to say. Um, and it's, if, if, if nothing, nothing else, it's always going to provide us with content and something to talk about. Yeah. Because love him, like him, I hate him. He's definitely yeah, he um, ingratiated himself in, multi, in multiple cultures. He cannot be denied. That's one thing for sure. That's somebody. That's, I want to talk about somebody else who can't seem to have be can't seem to be denied. Can't keep him down. Um. Is you know a artist? You know he used to run with Diddy, or back when he was Puffy. I think he was still Puffy back then. Gangsta. Um, Shine, man. Shine Poe, huh? How did this guy go from the next big thing to the jail cell to he was deported at one point, right? Yeah, he just got back in. They say, uh, and now they saying that this Diddy got him back in. They said Gilly. Man. No, Diddy. Diddy, yeah, Diddy. yeah, Diddy, but Diddy couldn't Not get no him out Gilly. of jail. But oh, Gilly had um roasted him up in the battle. They say, but yeah, um, well, that's shit. Yeah. That don't even matter now. Yeah, yeah. They both on two totally different. Yeah, this man, he looking at big doors right now. He um, he in the great from he, Belize. Yeah, he from Belize. <laughs> you think he, he in politics now? He in politics. 
He had the 40 40 uh, anniversary party with Jay, chopping it up from the photos that we've seen on Instagram and whatnot, Twitter. What a hell of a life. Yeah, what a rebrand. What a ride. Talk about what a rebrand. Yourself. Wow, what a rebrand. Well, you got, he right. might got the ultimate rebrand. Now, now he hanging out with diplomats and shit. He was a prime minister? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy, man. See, that, kids. That shows you right there. You ain't got to rap. You ain't got to rap. rap. But you're never done, neither. Like, no matter how bad you think your life may get, man. If you get a second chance outside the walls, <laughs> man, that's incredible. What really went on in that club? I still want to know. Hey, man, I don't know. A lot of speculation. Mm. But, you know, I. But a lot of people also say if that same incident would have happened, let's say, in 2007, with the technology and forensics that they had now versus then, it might have been a different situation. But some people look at it like, yo, did he kind of just left them for dead also? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the man put up court costs. I don't know if he paid for lawyers. I, I don't know. But he did try to seem to jettison himself from that situation as soon as possible. I know J-Lo got the hell up out of there, bro. Listen, when it's um, all said and done, boy, I, I just hope that, uh, I really hope that uh, Diddy got his things in the fair once his uh, judgment day comes. Yeah, man, because he seemed to be around with a lot when the smoking gun go oh. off, but he don't never really be caught holding nothing. So, you know. I guess he says it's all love, so it's all love until it ain't no love. Ain't nobody changed his name to love or some shit like Brother that. Brother Love or Mr. Love. I don't know. All, all that shit he talking for this out. It better be, it you better might, be something you, crazy. He might need to uh, pay some respect to do love. Cactus Jack. Yeah, for real. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. So, um, he, was the, he was the one with the love. Yeah, man. Shout out to Mick Foley. Definitely um, one, of the, one of the greats underrated on the wrestling side for sure. But I don't know, man. I just think that's really crazy with that whole mystique about a lot of the shit surrounding Diddy, right? But that could be something that we may have to really plot out a whole pod just talking about Diddy and his crazy ass shit. So that may be something we have to line up no, we in might. the future. I know uh, we definitely, that'll be after we attack. Uh, I want to do <clears throat> our pod for the ladies. I'm definitely looking forward to that one. So we still got that one coming up on the horizon. Well, maybe we just do the. Uh... Whole tribute to Bad Boy. You could probably get the whole... I mean, shit, yeah. That would be a good one, too. Life after death of Biggie. Yeah, for real. Because, <laughs> man, they'd have been through some shit. But to still be around, staying relevant is definitely crazy. Yeah, yeah. But um, the one last thing I want to touch on before we get out of here was uh, the circus that was the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley uh, boxing match last night, bro. Uh so a lot of Stop people shot. Mess, Tyron Woodley took an L. Split decision. Two judges had it. Two for Jake. One for him. One judge gave Tyron only Tyron only two rounds out of eight. Well, um, I guess so. When you got people like Yo King named James saying uh, he wish he should have been back in Cleveland to check that out. Hey, I mean, it's definitely an event. They definitely make a spectacle out of it as if it was an official boxing event. See, when you put those kind of things in the air, you you put things in that dude's head, man. And he... Oh, yeah, I had LeBron wanting to come to my shit. Oh, man. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like in a way, it still kind of takes away... It makes makes boxing more of a joke. Even though they say all publicity is good publicity. And a lot of guys are making a lot of money. But I think that that when he's doing it, I think he is taken away from the sweet science that boxing really is and making more of a spectacle out of the sport. 
But I can't say that I'm mad because a lot of people are watching and a lot of people are getting paid. Yeah, they're getting paid, but... This should teach boxers they don't necessarily need the promoters, that they are the promoters. And that's what Floyd, well, Floyd kind of tried to show them that, that for a long time. But they keep running back to these promoters, man. Floyd, giving them, he's, he is the blueprint of that. Though. He, and he did it all with no... He was his own promotion. I could he, be wrong. I'm not sure I didn't do any research or checking, but as I know of... Floyd's been like, you know, very meticulous about that kind of thing. So. Yeah, man. Ever since he left top rank um, with Bob Arum, yeah. he said he would never be owned by anybody again. And that even includes like endorsements. The man don't even have no endorsements. And the man been just raking in the money. Yeah. Raking Hundreds of millions of dollars. So, you know. Crazy, man. It's kind of like uh, Dickerson. I mean, uh, Hankerson. Hankerson. <laughs> Funny, man. The case is going on. Aaliyah's damn, man. Aaliyah's yeah. passing. Oh. And now you... Re- yeah, breaking, breaking streaming, streaming records and everything. Mm. So that's um, crazy, man. But wow, it definitely was a wild week in uh, in hip hop for us for yeah. sure. Who knows what the hell next week gonna bring? Yeah. It's always something new, man. And once again, thank you to all listeners and fans, family. Have you contribute? Thank you for you know tuning in. Available on our platforms. We definitely appreciate you having you. Uh, listen and vibe with the pod. Definitely uh, appreciate it. Um, hear from us. But definitely, man. Um, damn, this is crazy. I keep thinking about old Dickerson, bro. But uh, wow, we'll definitely dive into that topic another day a little deeper. But um, oh, man. that's probably a wrap on this one, episode three, man. I'm your boy, Inky Ree, and I'm with I'm Lenny Glory, please. And this is the Culture is My Middle Name podcast, man. We'll catch y'all next week.